Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the incredible success of the World of Women project. From its initial release to how it became so successful, its dedicated community to its future roadmap and very importantly, its incredible philanthropic work. Yam Kakai is the genius behind World of Women. She was a freelance digital artist and became aware and interested in NFTs in early 2021 with co-founders, and I'm going to butcher this, Raphael Malaville. BBA and Thomas, the World of Women collection of 10,000 unique NFTs dropped on the 27th of July, 2021. 2021 July. As we record this, as Cheryl and I sit here in a very, very hot weather recording this, it's not even a year since they released the World of Women. So I just want you to take that into account as we talk about this. So Cheryl, do you want to explain more about this collection? Absolutely. So the collection came together with Yam hand drawing 200 separate characteristics and elements. So for example, hair, eyes, background colors, glasses, facial ex- expressions, and earrings to name a few. And then using random generation technology, the individual women were creative. Now, if this sounds familiar, this is exactly how Yuga Labs created their board ape collection. So episode 11, if you want to give that a lesson. So when Yam created the characteristics, she wanted to create pieces that represented the power and diversity among women. Each NFT was sold for 0.07e, which at today's prices converts to about 81 quid. <laughs> and they sold, my head. <laughs> they sold overnight. And now the lowest you can sell, well, the lowest now sells for about £4,000. And recently... Yeah. One this year sold for over £500,000. Aren't you just kicking yourself? Just <laughs> We like... looked at them though, didn't we, Angela? Oh, we looked at them. We, we looked at them. We just had a little glimpse. Uh, so they were on our radar. Yeah. Anyway, so from the beginning, the world of women had big names supporting them, including 888, Gary Vaynerchuk, Reese Weatherspoon, Eva Longora, and one of the world's largest NFT collector, Pranksky, who purchased 10% of the collection. So he had a 1,000 wow. of them. Wow. Snapped up a 1,000 of those, put them in his back pocket. <laughs> so what are the benefits of owning a World of Women NFT? As a World of Women owner, as with the Board Ape Club, it is not just about owning digital pieces of art. 
There are a number of benefits to it, including original monthly art drops from selective NFT artists, exclusive access to your world of women 4K by 4K files. So that just means you get a quality one. You can download it from yeah. a website, but you get the you get the detailed high quality one. Curated pre-sales and mint pass for high potential collections. And this is vetted by the World of Women DAO. So a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization, which is all to do with governance. And I'm just telling you what that is, but we will do a separate episode on DAO because it's quite interesting and how the sort of cryptocurrency and metaverse world work differently. You get holders only raffles and discounts and an invite to the annual gala, which is an amazing way to way to meet other world of women owners, because we just told you some of the people that own them. So it's an incredible way to meet owners. Owning a women of the world NFT, whether it be original or galaxy, which we will talk about in a minute, you also own the IP. So we talked about this again with Bored Apes. So that means that you have the power to create your own story and brand using your world of women in the same way, as I just said, we did with Bored Apes. So why world of women then, Cheryl? What makes them different? So why, yeah, so why are they so popular? So if you go to OpenSea, there seems to be a bit of a theme with NFTs, especially in the early days. Many of them followed a theme of an old school gaming characters. As we as we discussed before, they were very masculine elements. Yeah. They, they, they were just very game. Yeah. Gamey. Very pixel. Yes. Like really pixelated. But yeah. That was very, very in style. And there's nothing wrong with that. But remember we said in other ep episodes that as of November 2021, women represented only 5% of nft art sales that's only seven eight months ago so exactly you know that's really low exactly world of women is different although there are many with similar style of nfts world of the women were the first it's not just the art that makes them so popular though it is the values of the world of women and they are at the forefront of everything that they do so the core values are inclusivity diversity and equal opportunities for all and that comes across in their branding the nfts their roadmap and their charitable partners so let's talk about their next collection so we've got the world of woman and now we've got the world of woman galaxy so on the 26th of march as Cheryl just said, Women of the World introduced their second collection of NFTs, World of Women Galaxy, a collection of 22,222 images were released. 10,000 of those were given to original World of Women holders. And this is quite common when, when a collection issues a new collection, they tend to give original owners a free one. So if like for however many you had, it? yeah, it is. So you've got one galaxy for each of the women that you owned. And then the remaining were sold publicly and they were sold at a price of around £370. And bearing in mind that was, again, it's just March that yes. was released. And I think that sold overnight as well, I think. Yes, that it, it, it did. And Andrew and I yeah. are proud owners of World of uh, Women uh, galaxies collection we are so, we are um, we made and we went i think what when we went to do it when we looked at it because bearing in mind we 
we were sort of aware of Bored Ape and what they had done. We kind of had a lot of conversation, didn't we, about when we were looking at which ones we wanted to buy, so which one we felt represented as much, um, like what could we create a backstory for them? Absolutely. How do they fit into women of the metaverse? What could we call them? Yeah. What you know? So there's so it's Dorothy. already. <laughs> yeah, was it Doris or was it Ethel? Yours Did you say Doris? Or... Doris. <laughs> but they've got superpowers, though. They've got superpowers. So there is that element to it. It isn't just about buying this piece of art. It is about um it is about thinking about what you what you are buying and what you can do with it, what you can create with it, because you own that IP. So it's a conversation to think about when you do your research around NFTs. What you know, going forward, what's your roadmap for that, um, for that character? So, Cheryl, why don't you talk about the World of Women roadmap? So, for those of you that don't know what a roadmap is in the NFT world, it's just a way to lay out plans for the future. Another thing that is impressive about World of Women is they have always had a very clear roadmap about where they want to take the brand and we talked about this with their values they have already partnered with a number of different charities around the world including two young to wed uh, the british fashion council and she's the first and there are many many more they also in 2022 closed a storytelling partnership with reese weatherspoon's media company hello sunshine the plan is to build a world of women character universe and franchise it into films and TV series. That I love this. so exciting. It's very similar to what it. Board Ape are doing. Yes. Um, but it's the fact that Reese Weatherspoon's jumped on board and going, right, let's do yeah. this. I love it. Yeah. So they've created a merchandise line. They partner with Yuga Labs to be part of the other side metaverse. And they purchased nine parcels of land in the sandbox. Out of the nine lands, they will be building a museum for the World of Women Fund. And this will showcase the art that they've collected. I think what's really impressive about this is how, I mean, it's, it, it's such a huge amount in a year. It's the same with Bored Ape. Yeah. They seem to achieve such an incredible amount. But they, what's so amazing with this is they've just built it from the values. The values are so core through everything yeah. you know every time you go somewhere whether it's their discord server or their website or you hear them talk it's just about the values and then what they can how they can grow it the brand from there it's amazing so how can brands take some of the world of women's ideas and use them in their own business i think we've just talked about it first of all it's about values I think you have to lay down your values right from the outset and if you are an established business and you don't have them this is the time now to sit down and say right what are the values of this company who is it we are talking to who is it we want to help with our company yeah. and it's not about being so like this is kind of a perfect storm type brand you know it's brilliant art and they're doing everything is aimed at charities and you know like rate elevating women and it, it's all very noble and moral and it's amazing but we're not saying that's what you need to do with your brand but you do need to know what you want to achieve from it and what you're giving to your community 
So if you, I was thinking about influencers today and I was thinking people love influencer content and they, and there's an aspirational side to it. They give the aspiration, but what else are they giving other than here's my day in a vlog? Here's my this in a vlog. Whereas what's brands are doing now with the nft communities you get something for being loyal you get um you get your sort of loyalty card by getting the first collection you get um to go to the memberships club to be part of a membership club you get to go to galas you get to go to events so it's what can you what value can you bring to your your community what value can you bring to your clients back so, to our gamification episode as well doesn't it yes yes it does so i think i think it was gamification where we talked about if you built a retail retail store in the metaverse and you gave your most loyal cu- customers access to different floors access oh. to higher floors or say you were a handbag brand and you you gave you did an exclusive line just for your most loyal customers or you they got the first pick of the new line or if you look at people like Gucci town now that in the metaverse they've created this whole community area where you can go and be creative in Gucci town and you can collaborate with other people so creating it, FOMO I find because I feel I felt quite um left out that I wasn't part of the women uh, the world of women yes um yes community and we put a stop to that by actually purchasing one yes and then they go a step further by if you want to purchase the merchandise you have to purchase another nft in order yeah. to you know get the merch and i agree yeah it definitely creates some fomo very clever i it is very clever because it creates a very powerful community i think if you look at influencers they have fans whereas that's not what world of women have they you feel like you're part of a community now because in the way that they engage with you and they reach out to you. And even with the DAO, which we will talk about in another episode, that's around, you know, a central governance making decisions about the future roadmap. So you don't need to be creating this, you know, great model thing, like I said, but look at your brand, whether it's handbags or candles or whether you do run a charity or even with show on websites and if you coach, how could you build your community around that? I think a great one to maybe look at who's doing it in sort of the real world is Daniel Priestley and the key, you know, the, um, when he built key person of influence, he's built a really... Yes, that's it. I was trying to think of that. Yes. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Especially on this hot evening. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, so he's he's actually managed to build quite an interactive community. But you can do it for anything. You just need to look at the values yeah, that you're you, holding within you your company. And you have a look at company. your most loyal customers and see how you can reward them back. Because this is really what it is, a reward scheme. It's yeah. about gamifying your system your process yes um get getting people to come back to you because ultimately it's so much easier to sell to clients that you already have and had rather than sell to a completely new client so it it values that the the processes are the same 
Yeah, I agree. But it could be something if you owned a candle company, you could create scents from your loyal customers. Who's your most loyal customer? What scent would they want? Or one that represents them as a loyal customer or, you know, a handbag you could call after your loyal customer or shoes or, you know, there's there's so many different ways to do it. But I think to if you just look at World of Women and step back, there is the values are just at the core of that and I think and that's simplicity in itself because yeah if you know your values then you know that's the best way so there's so much more behind the brand and every time we do more research and listen to the founders we find out more I know that they have big plans for the future so this probably won't be the last time we talk about them and if you want to see a great example of great branding in this field check out their website and it just oozes with what they're about and if you want to see our world of women galaxy which we're very proud of you can just check out the show notes on the website so Cheryl why don't you give us some final last thoughts sure The detail in which World of Women go into is probably one of the most thought through NFT projects. And if you are thinking about starting your own project, I will leave you with a quote from the founder, Yam Kakai. NFTs are about community. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links, and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting metaverse journey.